Cheers. I think we figured it out. Yeah, I think we figured it out, too. <laughs> hey, Toots. Yeah. Go back in the kitchen. Speaking of women, the fuck is going on with Pitch Perfect 3? Like, what do you think smells worse? Ugh. Johnny Depp's breath? <laughs> oh, no. Or Johnny Depp's, like, just body? We started doing a podcast and the world went to shit. I had on Fox News for a solid 20 minutes today. Barf. Oh, Taylor Lautner is the Twitter um, werewolf. I knew that. You know, magnesium is really good for you. I'm never going to see Hacksaw Ridge. So guess what, honey? Boy, bye. Yeah. You need a haircut once a week? I would love a haircut once a week. Make America great again. Somebody is going to really come for you once we have listeners. How do you know what scissor smells like? There's been a lot of Pitch Perfect 3 shit, and I'm over it. Who's a snowflake now, girl? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Please. I haven't seen that yet either. You want to spoil that? I think we have a different take on blah, blah. So, I don't even know if I'm going to do it. I'm going to do mine. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Should we do it? Yeah, let's do it. This is Wigs and Weiss. And the thing is, that's the reason I gave it to her. But then I, as I walked away, I was like, I don't know if she was just homeless or if she was just a hipster. But she asked me for my pizza, and I thought she was homeless in the moment. So I said, yeah. And she was like, really? I was like, hey, if you ask for it, I would hope you want it. <laughs> and I didn't pay for it. So I was like, all right, well. Pay it forward, universe. Give me a job. <laughs> <laughs> I gave someone some pizza. Give me a job. You're a real mother, Polarisa. <laughs> Let's see. And do not disturb us on the crinkle. Listen, guys, we know we have a crinkle. We know. We're dealing with it. It's like somebody with eczema. They know they are flaking everywhere. And and if, trying to deal with it. And if the crinkle bothers you so much, why don't you no, we love text you, Earwolf <laughs> and tell them <laughs> to produce us, and then we won't have the crinkle anymore. Hi, guys. Hi. Welcome to Wigs and, and Wise. Was that a harmony? That wasn't a harmony. Let's try it one more time. Wigs and, and Wise. Why do you go so low? That's just my voice. I don't know how to <laughs> harmonize. <laughs> that just means staying like in the same. You'll teach me one day. I don't know if I could. I'm, okay, I'll teach you. I'm not tone deaf. I just can't control my voice. So, hey, guys. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of Wigs and Weiss. Just, we're going to get this out of the way. It's like a, a ba- Band-Aid. We're going to rip it off. We're yeah. going through, this is going to be a tiny little break, like Rachel a baby and break. Ross. Yeah. Well, we're not recording next week. I'm going to cheat on you during it. So. Go fuck yourself, Paul. <laughs> You're not cheating on me. We're being open with our relationship next week. It's a little hiatus week. We We feel as though... You know, for the creativity to keep flowing, it's good to take a breather and then come back and be refreshed Paul's when you tired miss of my us. Face. Well, that was always the case. I don't know if I need a hiatus. Yeah, right. I got the best face. Um, but no, we are we we're just taking a week down, and then we'll be back with all sorts of things, and we'll be back before the bachelor finale, which is the most important. Yeah, that's thing. the most important thing. Also, if you miss us, why don't you go ahead and just watch all those book clubs we talked about? And go <laughs> <laughs> go listen to those because yeah. we know you bitches don't. <laughs> we, we know. Can see. Yeah. So go ahead and listen to those. There's some good ones in there. The Amanda Canox one is Canucks. wonderful. We we don't just pick this stuff out to just be like, oh, we're lazy. We're it's being actually- so naggy right now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, there's like three episodes you haven't listened to. Oh my gosh. No, the, they are weeks that we're being lazy and we can't record. So we're not doing one this week. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler. Um, um, and we're not going to do that this week. So go back and listen to the other ones. Yeah. Or don't. Whatever. Do, live your life. So that was a great episode. Thanks for all you guys. Have a great Bye. week. <laughs> Just kidding. Did Let's pop you? our corks. <laughs> Did you watch the Angelina stuff? I read it. Okay. That's I, not enough. <laughs> but I will tell you what I happened. I have an opinion though. 
you okay? Well, let's let's set it up for everyone that hasn't seen it yet. We're gonna put um, the interview on the webpage so you can see it. But Angelina Jolie was on a press tour for her new film, First They Killed My Father. Mm-hmm. Definitely something you see on a Saturday night oh, after a sure. pizza and just easy watching. Yeah. Um, she directed, it's like her passion project. Although I feel like Angelina, every, every Angelina Jolie is her movie passion is her passion project. She's one of, you know what? I'm not going to just continue. I'm not so, going to hate on her yet. It was based on a memoir of the same name by a human rights activist and, um, the, and details the devastation caused by a communist regime in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Again, nice and light on a Saturday night. Absolutely. Um, Listen, okay. I will say though, we're being mm-hmm. snarky, but I'm sure. Well, no, is. I haven't been snarky yet. I'm about to get snarky. Okay. I'm just setting it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's it's subject matter that we should all be more aware of. Absolutely, I I am. I, if my tone speaks to anything else, that's just my tone. I have resting bitch tone. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, let's talk about the interview which she did with BBC World News, and she's sitting on like a yoga mat. On a yoga mat. She's sitting in like a little. It looks like a little yoga terrace. Oh God. Cross-legged with another woman who is also like ethereally beautiful, mm-hmm. and they're just both like cooing over each other, and it's just so it's a performance. And I don't, I I think Angelina had to, Angelina has done remarkable things for human rights mm-hmm. and for these children of hers, but there's a, there's just a, an, a, um, an affectation about her that makes me not buy. It all whole hog, and so to that point, she bring they bring up Brad, right? This woman brings up Brad, and um, she said, and Angelina's response is just sort of this like, I'm gonna say it, a little bit of a Real Housewives tear moment. Mm-hmm. She said, "We are a family, and we will always be a family, and we will get through this time, and hopefully, be a stronger family for it." Many, many people find themselves in this situation. My focus is my children, our children, and my focus is finding this way through. To me, it's like, why even ask the question? She That's clearly knew thing. this interview was as staged. When you watch it, you'll see it's not like a real interview. She probably knew of every single question. So there's no way that this journalist could have gotten away with this question. She's not Diane Sawyer. She didn't sneak in there and be like, well, right. Angelina, now that I got you, Angelina knew it was coming. It was a prepared response. My feeling, and I don't think anyone would have seen that interview and been like, why didn't Brad come up? Like, it clearly was a puff piece. So for it to come up in the context of that, I just look at that reaction and go, that is just so canned, and I don't buy it, the, and I don't buy this. The The problem things. I have with it, and I didn't I didn't watch it, but I know the content because I read the articles that accompanied the It's the never video. stopped you in the past from talking about something without watching exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> Spoiler alert, guys. Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt are getting a divorce. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know. But my thing is like, okay, she is basically using her divorce and her her family and marriage falling apart to get more eyes on her movie. Well, I think, yeah, I would agree with that. And that's unfortunate. And especially, I do believe that she cares about the well-being of her children. And I do believe that she probably wants them to be able to be a functioning family at some point. But to like have... Not to break into like nice glistening tears while you're sitting on a terrace on a yoga mat and talk about like your marriage that just broke up a couple months ago. Don't know. Like you're promoting your movie. Yeah. Talk about your movie. And because you know that people probably aren't going to see it because your passion piece last time was a big old snooze fest. (laughs) Like don't make it exciting by talking about your ex-husband. Yeah. 
And she also says at the end that um, uh, she wakes up in the morning and wonders who's going to let the dog out, who's going to start the pancakes. No, you don't. And did anybody brush their teeth? The nanny, the nanny, the nanny. Yep. That's who's going to do all those things. Yep. Like, don't, don't. No. We know no one, in, you've not made a pancake in Listen, your life, Angelina. Not one. And also, like, even moderately wealthy people, not astronomically wealthy like Angelina Jolie is, moderately wealthy people that have seven children, is gonna, they're going to have some help. <laughs> I know. Like, if you're a gajillionaire who has seven children, guess what? You've you're going to have got some an extra help. set of hands. Oh, yeah, and they live with you. <laughs> they don't go home at 6 o'clock. She also, there's a segment where, and I don't really even know how to process this. I'm just going to throw it out there. But she showcases them eating bugs in Cambodia. I saw that. I, and a part of me was like, is this offensive? It's not, I guess. But she eats them like they're... Like this delicacy, which maybe they are. Everything I'm saying, I'm like, maybe, maybe they delicious. are. Maybe they're amazing. But seeing Angelina eat the bugs, I'm like, fuck, Angelina, you're not. The problem that I've always had with Angelina is that she strikes me as the, I'm a cool girl. I'm not like other girls, girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm the cool mom. I'm the cool mom. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't get hung up on not eating bugs. I just eat the bugs. <laughs> I see them and I eat them. And it's I eat just them. that easy. And, like, she's been turning her nose up. Well, you should leave her and marry me, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> and the last thing I'll say about this, too, is that she says she wants, her, she wants to travel the world in the future and see her kids living their best lives. World as it should be seen, not through the prism of Hollywood or through a certain kind of life. Boo, you just gave your 15-year-old son, he got to weigh in and give notes on the script of the movie, and he was in production meetings, and your 13-year-old is doing stills for the movie. So that Hollywood access, it does come in handy sometimes, doesn't too. It? Until it doesn't, until they're out flourishing. But like, Pax isn't going to be the next Ansel Adams just because he's Pax. Like, right. Give me a break. Yeah. Want some wine? <laughs> I want some wine. <laughs> No ice tonight. It's a little chilly outside, yeah. so. But our wigs are on. Mm-hmm. Well, Paul's is. Mine is. My hair is greasy. I don't want to put anything on it. TMI? I don't care. What you guys say? So um, I'm going to start with something a little heavy. And, well, the second one's kind of heavy, too, but it's pop culture. So it's not as heavy. Tell me things. It's people's lives. Anyway, so Feel my first one. free to tune out, you guys. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, basically there was this family, the Lindsay family spelled like my name, but it's their last name, Lucky Ducks. Um, they live in Stamford, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know there was a Stanford and a Stamford. There is. That's quite confusing. It can be. But is Stanford, is there a Stanford in Connecticut or Stanford just university? I don't know if there's oh, a Stanford and a Stanford. I I always assumed out. there was a Stanford and a well, Stanford. Stanford. I is would in think California. that Stanford. Oh, Stanford's in California. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go to college, guys. Lindsay's here. Go I ahead. did for a semester. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so you know, um, there is no Stanford, Connecticut. It's just Stanford, Connecticut, and Stanford University. My mind is blown. <laughs> Every week. Just a little tell. (laughs) Every week my mind is blown. I'm a little baby child. Cheers. Cheers. So there was this biracial couple, the Lindsay family, who had the N-word spray painted on their garage door. Oh, fuck. They went to the authorities who basically like brushed it inside. They're like, oh, yeah, we'll look for the guys. So they decided they're going to keep it on their garage door until the police work harder to figure out who did it. Fuck yeah. Guess what the police started doing? Finding them $100 a day <gasps> until they remove it. 
Get out of my face. Swear to God. Hand to God. We're They're going. Being... Get your car. We're going. Squeal. Um, now I'm going to start spray painting it, spray painting it just in protest, which is going to get me in trouble. Yes. Because <laughs> you can't spray paint that word. <laughs> I'm like, no, guys, I'm on your side. I promise. Like, I understand that it's going to be a hard case to crack. There weren't any witnesses. It's not like they just left the spray paint bottle on the ground. But at least act like... It's an important thing that needs to be stopped. Like these things are cropping up more and more in our country because of our current administration. Mm-hmm. And we'll get if, into that. Yeah, and if like nobody's going to stand up to it, like at least at least let the people that it's happening to show like white America that yes, this is happening to us, and it's a real thing that we're dealing with. And if you don't like it, then help us fight it. Right. And I mean, if somebody were to burn down a restaurant or to break windows of a restaurant or something like that. Like the police, the state would have to step in and do something. And I believe also, maybe not repair it. Maybe that's on insurance, but right. it's not on them. Like they, this happened to their home. There are certain things that happen to your home that you're not necessarily like responsible for fixing right away. Right. And this is them making a statement that's like, it's not Stanford. <laughs> Stanford. Um, let's a bunch see. Of dicks. So yeah, that was, it's just, a little thing in Stan Stamford. You guys stop being a bag of dicks. <laughs> um, okay. Um, can I talk about Leah Romini for a moment? Please. So she was on Bill Maher. I saw the interview, yes. Okay, great. We'll also put it on the website if you guys haven't seen it. Um, I think it's Leah Remini. Is it? I, I, sh- I feel like I've heard it both ways, but I think you're right. And uh, it's an interesting interview because she, in the middle of it, admits that the first time she acknowledged that there was a problem while being part of Scientology was watching Relig- Religious right. with, by Bill Maher, his documentary, which is kind of crazy. Um, but she said that's because Scientologists are not allowed to even look at criticisms, which, again, <laughs> you just look at things from the lens of someone with a functioning brain and go, if someone told me as part of my religion that I could not participate in watching or reading any type of content, much less like maligned against my religion or just you can't, I can't read something. I think that alone would make me go, hmm. Well, also my knee jerk reaction would be, and I feel like it's part of human nature. The more people tell you not to do something, the more you're like, which is what she said. I want to do it. Yeah. I want to see what's like. I'm a troublemaker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, um, she said that, you know, at the time she wasn't at the level that he had revealed in the documentary about like the whole Xenu stuff. Right. But she also said that that, if you were to find that out on your own, and you might know, I, I didn't watch the whole A&E mm-hmm. series. I feel like I know too much about Scientology at this right. point. And I'm sorry, I'm trying to get comfortable <laughs> and I'm having a really hard time. <laughs> Lindsay gets uncomfortable when I talk about Scientology because yeah, she's a Scientologist. And desk combo is not working out for me. Um, anyway. I did not know that ascending to the level where you learn about Xenu and all this bullshit mm-hmm. costs $300,000. Yes. That is And it's not unreal. only people like Leah who have a lot of money to throw at it. Like there are people working several jobs. And she said like all you look at the parking lot and it's all like beat up cars exactly. and stuff like that. But to think, I mean, I don't think I've put $300,000 towards anything or close to it in my life. I know I haven't. Maybe Drake came. Maybe. Maybe that. (laughs) But look what I've gotten out of that. Yeah, right. Um, And uh, she, Mar, 
throughout that, like, single-handedly Tom Cruise could end this if he wanted to. Absolutely. And she was like, 100% Tom Cruise could end this, which is insane. So bananas. Um, and then the last thing that I found was interesting was that he, Maher, that Balmar then made a joke about how um, if <laughs> that, like, Tom couldn't even make Jack Reacher a hit. Mm-hmm. And Leah said that, well, that a Scientologist would have said about that. It's not because the movie wasn't good. It's because oppressive people yep. or, or suppressive people are working against him because he's winning and clearing the planet. And I had this revelation where I was like, God, Trump is just Tom Cruise and Scientology at yes. this point. Yeah. Like it's all the same thing. Yeah. You, you reach a certain level with a certain sort of psychosis and you keep functioning because you can't be told that you're wrong and all your people, your people... I believe the and same thing. Also, when you do hear something negative, it's so out of the realm of your reality because you've been so kind of brainwashed in a positive way mm-hmm. that when you hear it, it's almost like, well, that must be a lie because that's not the truth I know. Are they going to come for me? Yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, everyone's come for them. So I don't think you're high on the list, but they might come for you eventually. Hey, I got like 200 re- retweets at the Super Bowl about Scientology. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Then they might be coming for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so Chris Brown, are you re- are you ready for me? I'm, or do you want to? Uh, no, no, I'm ready. I'm not ready for Chris Brown news though. Uh, Newsflash: He's still a piece of shit. Yes. <laughs> I don't understand. Like he's still around. People do enjoy his music, and I said Which people, is... not me, <laughs> but people do enjoy his music, and I understand that. But like. I guess I'm trying to to give a similar um, like example of this kind of deplorable person that shouldn't have a career. That's a woman. Mel Gibbs. Oh, like a woman. Sorry. Because yeah. if a woman were to do Courtney any Love, of, Courtney Love is someone who like people true. like detest, and she doesn't have a career now yeah, because that's of that. True. Like she's got and granted, a lot you, of plastic A lot of people could argue case. that she's not terribly talented, but she's not a bad. She's as talented actress. as Chris Brown is. Oh, for sure. Okay, so fair. Courtney Love. Courtney Love. Right. So, but she's gone. She right. would, like Hole's not going to release an album anytime soon. It would not surprise me if Chris Brown is on the charts in the next year. Yeah. No surprise. Right. However, um, Karuka. Yeah. No, Tran. no, no, no. Um, Karuch. 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 Karuchi. <laughs> I think it's Karuchi. I think it's Karuchi. Uh, his former girlfriend. I'm so white right now. Oh my God. <laughs> so bad. Um, she filed, excuse me, a restraining order against him stating Mm -hmm. that he told people earlier this month that he was going to kill her. Yes. Just if he wasn't going to be able to have her, nobody could, that kind of thing. And the thing is, I think he got away with it because it's so out of character for Chris Brown to make violent threats against a woman. Oh, for sure. So let's forgive him, but because you know what? Oh wait, I forgot. Oh yeah, he beat the shit out of Rihanna that's in Hancock right, Park. That's right. That's Remember right. Remember that? Yes, that's right. Okay, I but forgot for But he can really second. dance, yeah. so yeah. he must be a really good guy. Yeah, let's give him another chance. We should give him another chance. Oh, but oh, it turns out um, he was also physically abusive during their relationship, and that he was going to take her out and threaten to shoot her. Oh, he also punched her in the stomach <laughs> twice funny. and threw her down the stairs. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's like, what does someone have to do? <clears throat> what does he have to, to do? To kill her? Does he have to kill her, and then we'll maybe give him community service? Yeah, he hasn't he already had community service for beating the shit out of some dude. And yeah, I think he actually went after Frank Ocean too. Like yeah. he is He's the worst. Can we stop buying this guy's records even if it's in like a was it a Snickers commercial? I don't remember. Let's, <laughs> a let's just Snickers commercial. He like he was on he had a commercial for like some candy or something. <laughs> 
I remember. <laughs> Guys, you come here for the hard-hitting facts. I know. Um, anyway, just stop. Just stop. Just stop. You're the problem. So you're, you're bringing the, that back. Remember that, guys? Ooh. We were going to say that for a while and then the... we stopped. Um, yeah, there isn't much to... I can't... I know that his fight with Soldier Boy is off. So the only interesting thing that he was going to do is now been canceled. He has zero redeeming qualities. Um, Lindsay Lohan. Ooh. Oh, is this... <laughs> <laughs> is this why you wore this wig? No, I didn't. But now that I have it on, yeah. He's wearing a very aerial wig. But if I was going to be wearing Lindsay Lohan right now, I'd be wearing a headscarf. Did you hear about this? Oh, yeah. She's uh She claims that she was profiled at Heathrow Airport. No, you weren't. For wearing a headscarf. She says that I was flying to New York recently and I was wearing a headscarf and I got stopped. She opened my passport and saw Lindsay Lohan and started immediately apologizing, but then said, please take off your headscarf. And I did. It's okay. But what scared me was, at that moment, how would another woman who doesn't feel comfortable taking off her headscarf feel? That was really interesting to me. I was kind of in shock. Lindsay Lohan is interested, guys. But this isn't even the problem, really, because the problem is that Lindsay also Instagrammed this week that she wants to be Ariel. Yeah. Several times. And she posted a picture of herself with like a red wig on next to the animated Ariel's face with the quote, I will sing again as hashtag Ariel, hashtag the little mermaid (laughs) at Disney. Just making sure that like there's absolutely no way anybody at Disney who is scanning Instagram for the next Ariel superstar would catch it. Approve that Bill hashtag Bill Condon directs it. So Lindsay hasn't made a movie since how long? Since 2013. And that was with it was scary. James Dean, right? No, this was Scary Movie 5, I oh, think. God. It could have been the James Dean movie, but apparently the internet says it was Scary Movie 5. Um, and she since then has apparently filmed an upcoming horror movie called The Shadow Within, where she plays a private investigator who is also a werewolf. Oh my God, yes, she does. <laughs> she has written a treatment for a Mean Girls sequel. And she visited with Syrian refugees in Turkey and during a Facebook Live segment for the Daily Mail said regarding Trump, quote, I think always in the public eye you're going to be scrutinized and he is the president. We have to join him. If you can't beat him, join him. So I'll leave that to you to digest. My favorite thing about the Ariel post is that she's like writing it like it's her list of demands. Right. Like First things first. I this these are the things I need. I know you're begging me to sing again, guys. I know. I know you want to hear the sweet, sweet angel voice, but the only way I'm gonna do it. Hashtag Bill Condon. Hashtag Disney approve. Hashtag get on board. She's like, I'm already cast. You guys just don't know it yet. Also, does she know that she's, she did not write the first mean girls? Yeah, I think that someone should t- tell her that. They should also tell her she's 46 years old and Ariel is like 14. Yes. Um and, yeah, I'm most excited for the P.I. movie where she's a werewolf, too. Uh, talking about the next book club. I know. Did you ever see that other shitty thriller she did? The one with James I think Dean? I killed myself. Oh, no. That's not it. It's like, I know who it, killed me. I know me. who killed me. That's it. I know who killed me. That was like when she was like in the Samantha Ronson phase where she was a fuck up, but it was like she could still, there was still a chance. Spoiler alert, could. in that movie, she had as a twin sister. That's the whole twist. That is ruined. I think I killed so myself. So it's Parent Trap, but as a thriller? Yeah. Okay. And I think they like kiss or something like that at one point too. Anyway. So good. 
Speaking of so good, um, This Is Us is so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Are you caught up? No, I only watched three episodes, but I'm so tired. (laughs) I'm so incredibly tired of all of the headlines of if this fan theory is right. What is that? Balls are going to get crushed and stuffed (laughs) up your asshole. If this fan theory is right, your grandmother is going to come back from the grave and punch (laughs) you in the face. Like... It's Every week, Entertainment Weekly in particular, this is on you. They're like, just this week, Milo Ventimiglia tells you that if you're not ready for this, <sighs> bury yourself because you're not going to survive the episode. So you might as well kill yourself now. Yeah. Mandy Moore says, get a shotgun ready, load it, and put it into your mouth. Guess what, guys? For the last seven minutes. These people are just so thankful <laughs> that their careers are back on track <laughs> that they will say anything to get you to watch. NBC says, get your bunker ready, crawl into it, and close the door. they're going to blow up your house. Because you, this episode is so devastating, you can't even watch it. And why do these people just want to watch people be sad all the time? And for the most part, like the actor guy, he's really the only one I have a huge gripe with. He's terrible. He's so bad. And when I was out, when I was out, out, because I was kind of out, I watched like five episodes. It wasn't three. <laughs> I was kind of like out after three, and yeah. then I got to five, and it's when he took out the painting. Do you remember? He's talking to his nieces that are Sterling K. Brown's kids, yeah, and they're upset about something going on in life, and he was just like, that's why I started painting. They never... I, I must have slept through these episodes. You probably blacked it out because yeah. it was so terrible. They never set up anything about him being actually artistic or talented in any way, but suddenly when they needed him to tell them like the moral of the story, he has this little canvas with a little painting, and he's like, and it's just all... I just see that it'll all come together in a beautiful little painting, but it doesn't make sense at first. And girls, everything's beautiful. I'm the Manny. He didn't really say that, but... It's just so bad. It's so bad. Why do you like it? <laughs> why do you like it? And why and, do you let it abuse you? And also, we have to know that a show built on twists that will like punch you in the stomach cannot survive another no. season. No. What are they going to do? Are they just going to like pull pu- puppies another- out of shelters and break their necks on camera? And then twist. The, the other triplet was also adopted, and the other parent was also hidden, but this one was a pedophile. Mandy Moore is actually... A transgendered person mm-hmm, who couldn't get pregnant and has been beaten up in a, like eight years ago. So we're going to show you that too. Yeah. So just wait for that. Just episode. wait for that. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out, and you should be too. I don't think I was ever in. I watched eight episodes. I don't think I was ever in. I was. I I kind of anger watched it. This is us. This is us. This is us talking, talking about, about this, this is, is us. us. This is you not caring anymore. Should we? Do we have any more things to pop? I have like one quick thing about Tiffany Trump. Apparently she had to sit alone at Fashion Week. But if I was Tiffany Trump, I would just like go buy a nice little house in a suburb and live off my trust fund. Tiffany Trump. I don't even care. Let's just move on. Um, <laughs> That's the problem. Nobody cares about <laughs> Tiffany Trump. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, Tiffany. We I don't just, care I either. can't invest any more time in the women, the Trump administration women. I can't invest any more time. I have enough the... to worry about with Venus Williams not being on the cover. Seriously. Serena Williams, Jesus. Oh my God. <sighs> You're fine. <laughs> I'm I mean, I've messed up a lot already, so 
I have a lot of trouble with Serena Williams not being on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Agreed. But you know what? Venus deserves a cover, too, because she is she a does. great athlete in her own right. <laughs> and that's what you meant. You're tired of Serena getting all the attention. I think this is all just like bubbling underneath because my 60 seconds of scorched earth made me very upset this week. I can't wait. And I'm not joking anymore. So stop smiling at me. I can't. I just love your stupid <laughs> face so much. Do you want to go first or should I go first? I'll go first you because go first. mine's kind of a little bit of a clusterfuck. Um, okay, I got. Oh, I can't I don't get know why comfortable. I time anymore. All right. Uh, I don't think we need to keep time. It'll be just say mine it. It'll be fast. You guys, fuck off. <laughs> Remember all those promises we made you? Guess what? None of them matter. Um, so we're going away next week. We're clearly agitated. No, but it's, it's the not, world. It's, it's not you. No, it's not you. It's the world. That's going to be the next breakup. Oh. Okay, I'm going to start with um, a Trump tweet. Mm-hmm. Last week was all Trump tweets. This is havesy havesies. Okay, so I'm going to still say, on your mark, get set, go, girl. 60 seconds of scorched earth. Uh, this from Donald J. Trump on Twitter 18 hours ago when I took a screen grab. So like yesterday. <laughs> The so-called angry mobs in home districts of some Republicans are actually, in numerous cases, planned by planned out by liberal activists. Sad. <laughs> Let me break this down for you. Yes, many of our protests are planned out because you know what? We're organized and we're using a grassroots effort and many platforms on social media to connect and make sure our point comes across. Just because your party sat on their asses and commented on Breitbart articles and Facebook articles and spread around conspiracy theories, birther theories, saying that Sandy Hook was fake for the last eight years instead of actually being mobilized, they just rely on their... They're gerrymandering and voter suppression and all that stuff. Thank you. Just because you decided to do that and we've decided to be organized does not mean we're cheating. It just means we're fighting you with the best skills we have. And that is our brain. A woman that looks like that has to have her own special set. Yes. And... Sorry. I no, that's pretty much really... all I have. It was good. Thank got me, you. Yeah, you got I me. wrote it out and then I was just like, I didn't get to proofread it or rewrite it or anything. So I'm just like, I'm just going to speak from my heart. No, that's the truth. And spill some tea. Like it, he said that the 3 million people that came out during the women's march were paid protesters. Who has that kind of money? <laughs> and no. why, if they do. And wait, show me one. I mean, this is talking to Donald Trump, so he's not, he doesn't have to show anything for anything he says, but show me one document that speaks to, hey guys, we need 100,000 people, so sign up here. Like, where do they, how do we organize people without a a train, a trail of any sort organizing them? And even if we did, they're not people that were like, hey, we're going to pay you 50 bucks if you go down to the the lawn and stand there for a while. That's not happening. If it's, hey guys, we're going to have this march, join this Facebook page to get updates, yeah, that's a good idea. That's just a good idea. That's not cheating. It's that not is cheating. organization. Exactly. If there's a Facebook group that says, hey, this is what they're trying to get past us, call your senators and keep calling, that's not cheating. That's the way that our system that's is process. set up. That's process and yeah. that's organization. And if you're mad about it, then do it on your goddamn own. Right. Get people to come to your inauguration. Yeah. How about that? How about that? How do you start there? How do you stop worrying about what we're doing and do... And focus on yourself. Right. But we ta- we're talking about Donald Trump. Yeah. And you can't organize to do anything. And if you want to know what kind of on his bathroom. what kind of people we're dealing with, just read some comments and look at their grammar. It's 
It's deplorable. Ooh. 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 That was good. Um, okay. Well, I have some 60 seconds, too. Please do dish. And I'm going to do my best here. I, I have a theory. This fan theory is going to blow your balls off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm just going to let you preach. Okay. Okay. Start me up. Three, two, one. 60 seconds of scorched earth. More than 100 headstones at a historic Jewish cemetery in the St. Louis suburb of University City were damaged this weekend, this past weekend, by vandals. And this comes on the heels of threats made to JCCs across the country. From the start of the year through Monday, 69 bomb threats have been made to 54 Jewish centers in the United States and Canada. Now, no bombs have been found and no one has been injured in connection with the threats. Um, and the Anti-Defamation League has said that while the ADL does not have any information at this time to indicate the presence of any actual bombs at any of the institutions threatened, the threats themselves are alarming, disruptive, and must always be taken seriously. On Tuesday, that's right, Tuesday, mm-hmm. President Trump addressed the, tr- the issue while visiting the National Museum of African American History and Culture. His statement was, this tour, this tour was a meaningful reminder of why we have to fight bigotry, intolerance, and hatred in all of its very ugly forms. The anti-Semitic threats targeting our Jewish community and community centers are horrible and are painful and a very sad reminder of the work that still must be done to root out hate and prejudice and evil. He knows that Jewish people and black people are not the same. Girl, do not steal my thunder right now. (laughs) Lenny Kravitz is both, but you know. Now, a lot of people have come out to say it took him so long. I'll go a little further and say that not only was it two days late, but it was around a million fucking dollars short, too. This comment is so transparently exploitative to me, it's actually offensive. Key thing that's under my skin? He made these comments at the National Museum of African American History and Culture. What is this, two for one day? Mm-hmm. Donald's field trip to learn who Frederick Douglass is. and <laughs> Donald did his field trip to learn finally who Frederick Douglass is. And hell, while he's here, give him an index card with a comment admonishing the threat to the Jewish population too. Is that how this works now? And to all of you who may be wondering, what can this guy do to make you happy? This is a man who finds the time to tweet an insult about Meryl Streep within hours of her making a speech at an award show, but takes two fucking days to make a statement about an ever-growing anti-Semitism after massive destruction on hallowed ground. Not enough, not on time, not felt, not real. Mm-mm-mm. Worst of all, Donald, this despicable shit is happening because you are responsible for it. You have created a cesspool for it to grow and thrive, period. Yes, anti-Semitism was around long before Trump. And yes, cemeteries have been defiled and bomb threats have always been a blight on our society. But not 100 headstones and 69 threats in a month. This shit is new and this shit is on you. Until you are able to accept that and speak to that for which your rhetoric is responsible, I will continue to consider you patient zero of this hateful infection. I just sold an apartment for $15 million to somebody from China. China, China, China. I will go one step further to say that I don't believe that Donald Trump would have said anything if his daughter was not Jewish. Oh, wow. Ivanka is Jewish. She converted to Judaism when she married Jared Kushner. And I, I by no means think that they're great people, but I think that there's a reason he's talking out against these hateful acts as opposed to like, 
I don't know, the guy in Canada that shot up a, a mosque. Absolutely, yeah. He's never going to speak against that. Yeah. So, I mean, granted, that's Canadian, but that's not to say that he can't speak about national, oh my God, it's world international world policy. Obama would have, I mean. Absolutely. So. So, yeah. But, I mean, just the fact, that pairing of I'm at the African-American History and Culture Museum. And, oh, while I'm here, let me be sensitive. Guys, but I'm But then really- back, to the, back to the fucking room where I'm going to destroy everybody. Yep. I'll see you tomorrow. Give me my phone. I got some tweets to send out. So fuck off. Fuck off. Sorry, Mom. Um, <laughs> we haven't said fuck hardly at all. I know. Actually, I forgot to tell you this. Oh, I don't have my phone on me. My mom and dad tweeted me from a gay bar tonight. That makes me so happy. This is the most mind-blowing thing that's ever happened to oh me. Oh, my God. I it love it. It was the craziest. My dad's like, we're at a gay bar. They're playing Prince videos, and it's fantastic. I was like, who is this? And then he's like, when you come visit, we're going to bitchy bingo. And I was like, I can't take this right now. My I head just like started leaking out of my ears. whatever's happening to your parents <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. That's amazing. Um, do you want to talk about happy things like Nick? Yes. Viagra? Yes, please. Let me pull up my notes. Reality check oh, time. Okay. Um, okay. You start. I would like to first say that Hoxie, Arkansas, or wherever the fuck it is. Hoxie, Hoxie, it's a hell of a town. <laughs> <laughs> looks like the most boring place <laughs> in the world. I found out through a vulture recap that they actually were one of the predominant cities that for, that fought Brown versus the Board of Education. Oh, nice. I also was going to focus on them for my Troll Patrol this week. I was mm-hmm. going to see if there's like funny restaurants in Hoxie. There are like no restaurants in Hoxie. How is it even like an incorporated town? I think it's like a bunch of plywood on top of a sinkhole that they're just <laughs> waiting for it to cave in because there's a lot of mud. We know yeah. that. We're going mud in oh. and frogging. <laughs> So that brings us to that flooded cow patch that they rolled around in. I was gagging. I do not understand how the producers were like, I know it smells, guys, but just roll around and kiss. (coughs) It's actually hitting my... (coughs) It makes me sick to think about. (coughs) This this isn't a bit. I I have like a dry heave thing when I like something like that could be like fecal is involved. I'm sorry. We'll stop talking about cows. (coughs) Sorry. Can you talk about leeches? Because I, I thought about that too. I can talk about leeches. Um, I was certain that one of them was going to come out just like straight up covered in leeches. <laughs> <laughs> and then Raven was just going to be like, well, that's just how it is here in Hoxie. I love that staged. What are you folks doing up on that water tower? Oh, like, my God. Ugh. Do you think for a second that Nick was actually afraid? Of anyone involved in the show? Yeah. Also, it was a grain silo, not a water tower. <laughs> oh, yeah, just right. FYI. Good call. That's where we tell our secrets, Nick. That's not a thing. <laughs> Are you that's, sure? There's no or did nobody way ever that's just a tell thing. you a secret. Nobody's like, hey, and I'm from Indiana. We're not Southern, but we want to be. And <laughs> if we had known that Southerners crawl up on some some grain silos to tell secrets, we would have been, we would have had our finger on that pulse. And that's not a thing. I just don't think anyone asked you to go up on a grain silo, period. That's not very nice. Ask Donnie. I bet Donnie got called up. Someone told him a secret. (laughs) Donnie, did you get told a secret on a crane? 
He's either going to find that flattering or super insulting. <laughs> really? I mean it like affectionately. Like someone would be like, Donnie, I want to tell you a but secret. But also we were just saying it was like a, a redneck thing to do. Well, that's you did. You just had said it that you live in a redneck town. It's no, not, I said it's not southern, but we want to be. Well, I'm sorry if I read between the lines. It has nothing to do with you, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> it's to do with your town. <laughs> Continue. Um. So this is something new. We watched The Bachelor with a couple of friends who are like big Bachelor people. Like this is my first season, also your first season. Yep. So we're new to this, guys. But something that they opened our eyes to was that some of these houses that they go to that are their quote unquote like like hometown houses are actually stage sets because what? the family doesn't necessarily live there anymore. But it's the bachelor, like the contestants' hometown, so they want to take them oh. back there. So if you were to go back and look at her parents' house, Stop right now. you would 100% agree that there is no way that an actual family lives there. This is blowing my mind a little bit. They went to like the Hoxie version of Home Goods, so like the dumpster behind the non-restaurant, <laughs> and picked up a couple of like things that could pass as decorations, and they stuck them in that house, and then they're like, all right, go talk. Talk about your dad's cancer. How about that? That broke my heart, though. It broke my heart, but then you look at Nick's face and he's just like, but Well, man. no, of course. Like, that broke my heart for Raven and her father. That was the most affection I saw anyone towards each other the entire In season. In the entire <laughs> season. And Nick is so uncomfortable. He's just like, but why aren't we talking about our journey right yeah, now? I could get cancer someday. Can you don't know that I don't that? have it right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Riddle me this. If you did not know that Rachel was going to be the next Bachelorette, would you think that she's winning? I would say that it's between her and Vanessa, mm-hmm. for sure. I think that Rachel and Nick have the most chemistry. And that's not saying much because Nick has the chemistry of like potato growing eyes. I think that speaks to how much Rachel can have chemistry with anyone. Yeah. She's so magnetic. She's gorgeous. Um, but yeah, I don't think I don't think he's into any of them. I also, um, we'll go back to her, to her taking him to church because we have to talk about that. Yeah, we do. But I will say when he's having dinner with her family and they're like, do you know what this is? And he was just like, I'm not an idiot. Like, I get, I'll give him that. That was yeah. that was actually like human. And then Rachel was just like, but okra's nasty. And he was like, well, in okra's defense, you don't like anything. Like that was like, oh my God, they could a real actually person. be yeah, you're right. a real almost couple and like people that have affection for one another. Yeah, you're and right. To me, that's the first time outside of Shark Girl I've seen that with anybody. Yeah, you're right. And maybe they're cutting around it. I don't know, but it just feels like I don't know why they would. I mean, we I want know. him to see like he has a connection with these girls in some way. Yeah. I loved Rachel's brother in law. He came in so hot. I was like, this guy is looking for his <laughs> next ABC sitcom. But I'm like, boo, you're on the wrong network. Oh you my are God. a CBS sitcom. Yes. At best, you could be on Kevin James's as like his idiot best friend. But he really, he was like, he called him like a white. He's yeah, like, what he's is like? like- <laughs> but I also was. Kind of creeped out by that guy. He was very creepy. Was, I, I didn't like him. I was just like, he was there. He was present. Yes. And um, he was also like, yes, I want to be in the sit down. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't I be in the sit down? I am also white. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but I too have beard and whiteness. Thank you. And Rachel's mom, however, I would loved. I loved her. She was like all business. I mean, she could have her own 
TV show. I too. would watch anything that she did. She could have a Shonda Rhimes show, actually. Also, wasn't how to it? get away with murder? She could be on. She could be Viola Davis's foil on how to get away with murder, and be like, "You're not getting away with murder, Viola." Or she could have a talk show called "How Your Charismatic, Lovely, Smart Daughter Ended Up on The Bachelor." I would watch every episode of that. show. Every single episode. Um, and wasn't it convenient that Rachel's dad? Could not make it to the dinner. That was very convenient. What? He had a work commitment? Yeah. No, he didn't. He's a federal judge that doesn't want to be on The Bachelor. That too. Yeah. Oh, I have a work thing and that I have a job that doesn't allow for this. That's yeah, my work thing. That's my work thing. <laughs> and also, I tried to get you to not go on The Bachelor, please. Why did you do this? Oh, God. So let's talk about church. I it, The look on both of their faces when they first sat down, you could see both she and him were thinking, oh, God, what have I done? And to me, it's not even a race thing. It's more of like, I mean, that's there, but he sits down anywhere with the exception of maybe when he, when Pretty Woman took him shopping. Right. And he just is like, what do I do? What do I do? And I just want to be like, relax. For God's sakes, you're just sitting in a church. Human. This you Nothing's on you right now. Especially, like you should know when you do the home visits that you are just the sponge. Right. You, and when you, until you talk to the fathers, you're just there taking it all in and mm-hmm. taking it all in. I'm sure it's stressful, but like you're sitting in church Try to imagine Imagine this was the real world <laughs> for a second and you were traveling to your girlfriend's home for the first time. Like be a good boyfriend and just listen and be present and mm-hmm. don't stick out like a sore, big, white pinky finger. Yeah. He's not even a thumb. He's a pinky. No, he's, he's a, a pinky. skinny little pinky finger. That Maybe a ring has finger. a pinky, pinky ring. His pinky has a pinky finger yes. with a pinky <laughs> ring on it. <laughs> I'm going to Photoshop that <laughs> with no wait. space on yes. it. <laughs> and I give them, they didn't shy away from talking about it. That is nice. I want Nick to just sort of own like, yeah, you know what? This is a new experience for me. And I appreciate mm-hmm. you, his mother, her mother, knowing her better than anybody, what her life has been like and what her experiences will be like. I will take that with me as I move forward with this beautiful woman. Yes. Period. And that that is the thing that bothered me the most was that, she was basically the way that I was hearing it was she was trying to inform him as a black woman who has lived in the United States of America her entire life and knowing the struggles of the black of the black experience and talking to a white guy trying to say like it will be hard to be in an interracial couple and then him basically saying no I don't think yeah, so I'm good like I'm just like well why don't you just listen yeah. and try to understand because. You don't know. You don't know that it's going to be all right. Just because you're a white dude, it doesn't mean that your life will not be informed by the fact that you're married to a black woman. Yeah. It's going to change. Things will be different. Yep. So that bothered me. But um, the list of things that did not bother me, Corinne. Oh, I only have like my God. one thing to say about Corinne because I thought the home visit was excellent for her in terms of like Corinne. Oh, for sure. I liked her more. And she said, I love you. And was like, even smart enough to be like, I know he can't tell me it back, which I, I was know. like, that's awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> I was just like, oh, you are, you know exactly what you're yeah. doing. And she also is not really in love with him. No, she knows so, exactly how to be on this show. So she did exactly what she did to endear herself to the remaining viewers that don't think she's a monster. Right. And she'll be on Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, she will be like the star of Bachelor in Paradise. I, I mean, and Ra- Raquel, 
I mean, what else do you want from Raquel? They, the producers did a great job of like, Raquel's part of our family. And then panning over to like Herbie being the only one cleaning up the dishes and that <laughs> kind of thing. Like they made it very clear. They're just like, yeah, they really like Raquel, but they still treat her like a servant. Yeah. I love her like putting the giant glass of wine down in front of mom <laughs> yeah. and drunk dad. And, but I, I mean, I bet you they throw a great dinner party with those all those olives. I I'm was, sure they were delicious. I wanted those olives. I did too. I never wanted an olive more. I was. It was I, I, they really strung that out though. I, was I like, know. Jesus. I was like, come on, we get it. He's gonna <laughs> like the olive. He's not gonna say he doesn't like the olive. Um, a couple of things that I'd like to touch on. Mm, that's what Michael Jackson said. No. Oh, all right. Nineteen ninety nine. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> God, these snowflakes are so thin skin. <laughs> um, a couple of my notes were her family likes to drink. Yeah, they do. Um, for someone who can drop 3K in one shop, their condo was a little small. Agreed. Like, if they are that ballin', shouldn't they have like a house in South Beach or something? I don't know how Miami is set up, so I don't know if there are houses. Have we looked at, in, or do you know of anyone that's looked into what the actual business that she apparently, I'm, I mean, I'm using a lot of quotes here, folks. I don't. Runs is like, we should find that website and take a look at what this business really yeah, is. Because like, I feel like she just might be a spoiled girl who has a family that has enough money. I feel like they created a corporation. It's like, um, there's a movie where, what is the movie where they like make the person think that they're creating a business when they're not like a, like, I don't know. I don't know. It'll come to me. You'll you'll think of it. You're no Lindsay. Tweet us, you guys. <laughs> You're no Lindsay. Um, what the fuck's up with her sister's lips? She's Corinne's younger sister, <laughs> and she has so many fillers in her face. She's <laughs> leaking. Like it was so sad to see. Um, and why? Please, why do they have family members lay in a bed together to chat? I know. It's because I guess they got to get them into a different room where they're not interrupted and... They're just always curled up on a bed. And think about, too, that there's probably... With the home visit, you're dealing with people that are not trained reality people that know that, like, I, I have to be not in an earshot of what's going on. But don't you think it would be less uncomfortable if the producers were to bring, say, a couple of chairs to make a sitting area next to the bed? As opposed to have yeah, that I think that would laying. no, I think that would look weird. There's two <laughs> dining room chairs next to the bed. No, <laughs> like, I'm saying like a couple of sitting chairs. <laughs> what, what exactly are sitting chairs? Chairs for sitting. <laughs> Just like camping chairs. <laughs> Move the bed over. Put a little sitting. <laughs> no, no, no. I think because I think you could imagine. I think what they're going for is like mom and dad. Like mom, I need to talk to you for a moment. Did you watch Big Little Eyes? I did. She goes into like the kid's bedroom in it and they like Okay, those are children. Okay, but this like is not a grown ass But that's woman what they want us to believe at this moment is that they're still little girls. That's the like that's the implication that is of this. So icky. It's disgusting. This it's whole show so is disgusting. Icky. But this Do you like, still call your dad daddy? That's a Nick Fial <laughs> quote. <laughs> um, um I hear you. It is weird as fuck, but the whole show is weird as fuck. Like Yeah, that's just weirder than weird. What's weirder than weird? Dad sitting on their beds. Not sitting. They're not sitting on a bed. They're laying on the bed. (laughs) They are. I would never be like, Dad, I need to talk to you. Come lay on this bed with me. You would if you were on The Bachelor and you'd have to deal with it. I would never be on The Bachelor. And my dad would also never be on The Bachelor. That's what you think. You're going on The Bachelor one of these days. I would be so happy if you were on The Bachelor. (laughs) 
Can you imagine? Can we talk about Vanessa, please? I need to get to Vanessa. Let's do it. I'm taking a hard stance on this. All things no. Because what I just said about Corinne, like getting what this is, Mm -hmm. not to leap to like the end here, but I'm going to because we can go back. You're so shocked, bitch, that like he is still, you are not the last person. Yes. That's stunning to you that like, oh my God, he did this with everybody. I give the dad credit. The dad sitting there and holding his feet to the fire was great. Absolutely. But Vanessa, like, what do you, what show do you think you're on again? Do they not get The Bachelor in Canada? Like, do they not receive (laughs) that on the airwaves? That is a very good possibility. But if that's the case, then why would she agree to be on this show? A. And B, like, she's always so, like, she turns around in every episode and she's like, oh, there's other girls here. Yeah. This is a surprise. I so, don't understand. Just no. Um, and also, like, now working backwards, I really mean joke that I'm not going to say. Oh, <laughs> it's about her students, isn't it? <laughs> well, now I have to say it. I'm just going to say this. It has nothing to do with the students. But I haven't seen that many people with special needs exploited since The Ringer with Johnny Knoxville. I will. That's not a bad joke. That is true. I'm sorry. Like, that was just shameless. I feel like that was, well, Vanessa, we feel like you're coming off as kind of unlikable. Can we go to your school? Will those, will those students cry, you think? Yeah. Will they tell you that they love you? And I know it's her career. But who else's career did we see on these home visits? Nobody. Nobody's. And she also had two families that they had to see. Right. Oh, I love that too. Or she's like, I have two homes. Yeah, a lot of people have divorced parents. Yeah, it's not. Vanessa, it's newsflash. Well, maybe not as many in Canada. I don't know. We don't know what Montreal is like. If you guys like. are from Canada and you're listening, tell us about your lives. What's are the you divorce rate there? We could Google it, but we won't. Are you caught up on This Is Us? Are you <laughs> Are you living through it like we are? Did your balls get shot into a cannon? <laughs> into a cannon, not out of a cannon. <laughs> um, and also... Everyone, I don't know if you noticed this, but the mother and the sister or the friend who was like, if you break her heart, I'm going to hate you. Who gives a fuck? Who, who are you? Yeah, like people get their heart broken. That's what happens in life. Well, it seems as though Vanessa's been down this dirty little road before, I Absolutely. think. Because the mother was like so worried that this could happen again. And it's like, girl. And you know what Vanessa's probably like when she gets her heart broken. Yeah. She's exactly what she is when we see her on the show. She's like a loon. Yeah. No. This is why a hard pass on Vanessa. And I loved all the questions like, well, where are you guys going to live? Well, I don't know. Well, what are you going to do for work? I don't know. I'm on The Bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) I have to think about the future? Uh, That doesn't seem... Well, you're you're getting engaged. You're saying that you're going to marry this person. I don't really mean that. And this is just for me to have club club appearances for the rest of I was thinking maybe I could be an extra correspondent. No? No. So, I mean, and then we just have to get to the tease, which is like, who, like, it's also, in, I get, yeah. You can't make this <laughs> tease be the same tease that was last week's tease. Like, it's like, it's like on. Please re tease this tease. tease. <laughs> Remember Pimp My Ride? Yes. <laughs> I did not see you going there. <laughs> Hey, Bachelor audience, we heard that you like to tease, so we put a tease inside your tease so you can tease your tease while you tease. (laughs) Mandy Moore says this week's episode of The Bachelor is so... We're done. I'm sorry. We we pushed that too far. So yeah, The Bachelor. It's fantastic. We're not going to be able to talk about it next week, but yeah, Andy is back as though we give a... We don't care. Andy's going to be like, you deserve love. 
And he's Water's gonna, under the bridge. And then he's going to cry. And he's going to be like, I just really deserve love. And she's going to be like, you deserve love and to be on this journey. I deserve love and to be on this journey. I really appreciate you saying that. And here are your roller skates. Now go roller skates. Bye, guys. This is just the beginning. Your little testing the waters of The Bachelor. Like, The Real Housewives of New York is a thousand times better this than The This is Bachelor. my life plan, okay? Just to make sure that we always have a reality check, I'm going to go back to RuPaul's Drag Race, as I always do. We'll never leave my boo. Yeah. And then that'll be just in time for Bachelor in Paradise. So I'll jump onto that bandwagon. No, because it'll be just in time for Real Housewives of New York. And I think you owe me the first episode of The Real Housewives of New York. I owe you, bitch. Did I stutter, bitch? I don't owe you shit, bitch. Uh, all right. Well, this is who deep. joined the Bachelor for you. Nobody asked you to. Well, you didn't have to. So here I am <laughs> asking you <laughs> to watch the first episode. I'm going to give you a solid, almost maybe. Oh my god, I'm going to give you as an much as I can give you right now. Punch in the nuts. <laughs> Um, I have a quick troll patrol. Do you want to do troll patrol? Yeah, like we're okay with time. You know what? If this is a little long, then you're going to be able to have. You could split it up now, right now. Stop right now. Later. Stop right now. Or keep going. Whatever you want to do. It's your life. Oh, shut up. Troll patrol. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to a restaurant this week called the Hudson House in Redondo Beach, Ooh. which is fantastic, and I went. Because, um, well, for a lot of reasons, but one of the big ones being that the main chef there is a um, Top Chef finalist. Top Chef is in its final uh, final episodes of the season. Actually, I think this week, tonight even, is the finale. Oh, wow. And it's been a great season. And Brooke, who has been on the show before, um, and she's like a, a fan favorite. Everyone loves Brooke. It's her restaurant with her husband. And we had one of the best meals I've had in Los Angeles in a very long time. They Amazing. have, what um, have, we split a bunch of stuff, but they have an, an epic burger on a pretzel bun that like, mm. you can say anything you want, not you, but just like America has their issues with pretzel buns, I think at this point, but pretzel buns live beyond being basic. I've guys. never had a pretzel bun. What are you fucking talking about? You've, I've never had a pretzel bun. Real talk. Never had one. I, w- <laughs> I just stunned Paul to silence. I've never had one. I'm gone. A pretzel bun? I've never had one. I've had a pretzel. I've had a soft pretzel. I know you've had a pretzel. I've never had a pretzel bun. It just never happened. I've never had the opportunity. I'm low carb. No, I'm not. I just say that I am. That is... I don't know how to come back from this, but from now I just have to keep moving forward. Um, It's a good thing we're off next week. Uh, (laughs) This burger is unbelievable. They also have a chicken sandwich that mm. is like it's fried and but it's thin. It's like beet really thin. That's and the way to do a chicken sandwich with um, onions and it's really really spicy. It's delicious. Amazing Brussels sprouts, bacon. Love a Brussels sprout. I think there was bacon on them. They were delicious. Um, ribs. It was great. So anyway, I'm doing my trouble trolling them this week because I was like, I see no fault in this meal whatsoever. Great beer selection. Check it out if you're in the Los Angeles area. And of course, there were haters. And so let's talk about a few of them. Let's talk about this. Um, this first one is by <laughs> Val B. And I'm just going to, she wrote a long thing, but she, on, just, on March 11, 2011, she said, every time I come here, the bartender ignores me. And the first time I ordered half the happy hour menu and tipped well, and they still acted snooty. <laughs> It's not so bad now that the brunette is more overseeing the bar instead of being the main cocktail mixer. Maybe they are just biased against single females. Or maybe racist. 
It's not the most diverse crowd either by ethnicity or socioeconomic factors. Or maybe I smell funny. Who knows? I'm going to tell you what. Anyone that thinks that they're being treated um, improperly because of their race should have every reason to go on to Yelp and say so. Anyone that thinks that they are being treated differently because maybe they're single and a woman has every right to go on Yelp. I don't think you can go on Yelp and say both. I think you should probably figure out what you think the issue is, right? narrow it down, and make a comment that makes sense. Because it like sounds to, like you're just looking for issues right now, Val, and I don't buy it. I'd also like to know what your specific complaint was. Yeah, like, really, she just, just she thinks they're snooty. That's not really... Snooty patootie. Maybe they were just like, oh, she's enjoying it. Were they not chatty enough? It's that's not, not their a, job to. Exactly. That's not a valid complaint. They're going to pour you a drink. And They're going to serve you your food. And like, I would love that atmosphere. I don't want to talk to anybody if I go out by <laughs> You're myself. You can drive right there and now. <laughs> exactly. Chicken like, sandwich and they don't talk to me? Yes, please. <laughs> Everything that I've ever dreamt of right there at one bar. Thank you. Um, Andrea G from Whittier, California, right around the same time, says that she walked in, no seats, looked around. One seat at the bar. Sat down. Bartender didn't offer a drink. Sat some more. Still no drink. Sat another 10 minutes. Still no drink. Walked right out, unseen for 15 minutes. It was 8 p.m. on a Friday, and the bar wasn't that crowded. Totally You just said uncalled. there was one seat. <laughs> you said that there was one seat at the bar. You remembered how you said that there was one seat at the bar? That was you who said that it was a busy bar. Yeah, no, no, she's no, she changed her mind. It wasn't that crowded, you guys. I just said it was, I could but fit it's not. There. Andrea, just and she also told us, "I'll review this again if I decide to go back." No, well, you, I will not be able to sleep until you do. Seriously, I don't know how I will be able to get uh, any. I'm shut gonna eyes. have to really work on these bags because I'm gonna be real baggy under my eyes because Andrea may not get service again. Um. And then Bob G. from Manhattan Beach, California, who, if you guys have time and you can find him on Yelp, his whole review selection is just Ooh. worth tearing through. He is quite the douchebag. Even like his photo alone is just, yeah. He's Bob G. from Manhattan Beach, California, and he gave it one star saying, I'm saying no to this place at this time. I will see how this all plays out and how things transpire. All in flux at this time. <laughs> I used to like this place, but now trust has been compromised. Being humiliated and treated like a criminal with Ryan saying that he has witnesses is still rubbing me the wrong way. Let us see. For now, Coyote Cantina is just across the street. Hudson House, it's your move. That's it. I don't know who Ryan is. I don't know what happened. You were, you were accused of being a criminal and you're still willing to go back and try it again? <laughs> That makes me think that maybe, just maybe, you're a criminal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he looks like one in his little profile pic. And I mean, that story makes no sense. No. I don't know what happened. It's incoherent. But he's saying no to, and I mean, all in flux at this time. All's in flux. If Bob will go back to Hudson House. So. I don't, I'm going to go on, go out on a, on a, on a limb here, Bob. I don't think the Hudson House really cares if you come back. They may actually ask you to leave if you do, because they apparently think that you're a criminal. He has some rage issues. Yeah. I've, as I've read. So that's Hudson House. But if you're in Los Angeles, um, you should check it out, because it's great. Great food. I will check it out, potentially, if I'm down in Redondo. 
If you are up in the Los Angeles area and you're a lady looking for some clothing, I suggest... What are you doing with my wine? I was going to pour you some wine. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought I was, was just waiting because I was like, where are you going with this? I suggest... cut off. <laughs> <laughs> the Soto Boutique in Studio City. But... Dun, 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 dun. Some other people think that that's a bad idea. Okay, so Soto is um, a little boutique that my my husband's cousin um, turned me on to. I got a couple of cute dresses, some nice jeans there. I really enjoyed it. Really well-priced, like it's not very expensive. The people were friendly to me when I was there. Looking at their Yelp, I see that maybe their customer service isn't the best, but... I just but wanted, you haven't had best no, customer service. No, I've had great customer service. They okay. were very friendly. Everything was wonderful. I wore a dress that I got there at a wedding. It was great. Fit me very well. Thanks, Soto. But Elizabeth M. from North Hollywood, California would not agree. And I'll tell you why. I have never written a negative review in my life. I like the voice. Thank you. But the treatment I received at Soto needs to be addressed. I have shopped to this location since the day they opened their doors. I was raised at my mom's store, two sisters at um, two sisters in Toluca Lake, Pacific Palisades, and on Montana Avenue in Santa Monica. I understand how imperative it is to show appreciation and respect towards your customers, especially loyal customers who constantly refer business. Well, on Friday, I decided to go into Soto and shop for my upcoming trip to Bora Bora. Ugh. Upon walking in, I asked one of the young ladies to please find the dress on the mannequin. It was super cute. Upon grabbing it for me, I said, I really need to use your restroom. Would I please be able to use it? It was urgent. She told me to ask Kathy, who I know. Kathy's response was, no, sorry. You can walk across the street and use the Sweet Butter's bathroom. I was pretty shocked at how abrupt and offensive she was. And after drinking iced tea all day, I decided, okay, I guess I will go see Giselle Toon's boutique where they appreciate the 15-plus year customer I am. They would never have said that to me. So I left Soto with the dress I wanted in the fitting room, walked across the street, paid the $3 for valet since you absolutely never find any street parking. Why did she have to drive across the street? I don't know. (laughs) And left for good. (gasps) Kathy called me and said that they have been having, quote unquote, plumbing problems due to the age of the building. And she is sorry for being so offensive. If... If she would have said that right then and there in a pleasant manner, (laughs) not like the shoplifter riffraff she made me feel like, that I would have understood. (laughs) But a little late, Kathy. (laughs) (laughs) My mother, who has owned 15 clothing stores in my lifetime, was pretty disgusted upon hearing this story and said that she, too, will never be going back to Soto again. When people would compliment me on the streets with my outfit, I would more than just say that the outfits came from Soto. I would really push them to shop there and take my praise of their store to the extra mile. Since I know how hard it is for small independent stores to survive in a world of malls (laughs) that take returns back anytime and online discount stores galore, the quality of Soto's clothing has gone down lately. How would you know? Well, I know. 
I put on a mustache and I shop there. <laughs> I've noticed the prices have gone up too, mm. which has been a bit frustrating considering a couple washes my purchase do pretty much shrink fade. Hmm. That's why I figure it would be so ideal for my upcoming trip. I hope the owner speaks to Kathy and encourages her to develop some tact before she speaks because Soto just lost a lot more than two customers with her unsavory behavior. Fiend. Oh, my God. I wish I had filmed that. That was epic. (laughs) Elizabeth M. does not like Kathy. You delivered Elizabeth. I felt Elizabeth here. Thank you. I felt like she She came through you. No, you definitely embodied Elizabeth. Inside of me, there's there's a really privileged, privileged Elizabeth just waiting to bust out. Well, she was here. Thank you. She was here. I'm glad you enjoyed. She fucking hates Kathy. Her mother, apparently, too. 15 boutiques. Was she the <laughs> baron of Studio City? <laughs> like, and also, if you have 15 boutiques, maybe that means you're not very good at running boutiques. And well, Yeah, there's nothing you can find at your mother's 15 fucking stores that right? you have to go to Salto in the first place. Yeah. Sounds like a lady that just likes to shop and needs some drama in her life. Can I throw one more bonus Troll Patrol in there? Yes. When I originally started looking for Troll Patrol, I've been obsessed with finding my favorite restaurant is Wendy's. Love their spicy chicken sandwich. I really love Wendy's, you guys. It's Um, really good. It's really good. For fast food, I mean, yeah, I know, in and out Five Guys, but I just love Wendy's. I'm not going to apologize. And I've been trying to find great Wendy's Yelps, and I like looked for a good hour today and just didn't find what I wanted, but I did find one. And um, it's in Arkansas because I started in... Um, oh, right. Hoxie. Hoxie. And uh, it was actually a two-star review, but it made me laugh really hard. Um, and I forget who even wrote it. I didn't put his picture. So he will remain anonymous. But he agrees with me that I love Wendy's. It's my favorite fast food restaurant. But I cannot go to this location whatsoever. I believe his name is Jacob, but not for sure. <laughs> this kid thinks everything is funny. My girlfriend ordered spicy nuggets, and he told us that they were almost out, and they were his favorite. Literally, I thought he was joking, but he gave us regular nuggets. The second time, oh he did... Oh, my God. I just realized what he did. Jacob, <laughs> 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 you are amazing. I love to... Wait, 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 let me get to the end, though. The second time he did the same thing and he messes up orders on purpose because he's a little jerk. I quit going to this location because of this. <laughs> Period. I love Jacob. I want to meet Jacob so badly. Jacob, you keep living your best life. And I hope to one day meet you. <laughs> Amazing! I love this. Oh my god! And I want I want Jacob to I, be part uh, of my life. <laughs> please be president. Please. I read that and I was like, I just I believe in the world again because Jacob, Jacob in Cabot, Arkansas. If you're uh, listening, just keep being your best self. Find your way to Los Angeles. You have a career. You do in in comedy. Oh, <laughs> I cried. I just cried. Um, should we flip our wings? Let's flip our wings. Okay. It's time to flip your wig. I have a lot of wigs to flip this week. I only have three. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I will fill in the Actually, blanks. Actually, no, you want, I have four. Okay. All right, you start. So Chrissy Teigen, goddess that she is. Like, no one can argue that she's not the fucking best, except for my husband. Yeah, except who I was going to say. She was famous. That might be the dumbest thing you've thrown dumb- to the group. You must, have been, you must have been sitting with a royal flush. I was right. so happy. Just to give a little backstory, I love Chrissy Teigen. My friends love Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen's great. The only questionable thing is that she's like besties with the Kardashians. Don't understand it, but you know what? I trust her judgment. Um, my husband is developing a show, TMI, and I said that Chrissy Teigen should be a guest on it. And he was like, yeah, but is she famous? To which I immediately circled my head in 360 degrees, <laughs> spit up vomit all over the car, and then looked at him and said, yeah, she's like super famous. He didn't quite believe me, so I threw it into group text. Everybody but his brother, John, said, Loser. yes, she's super famous. And I almost think that John did it to... Have his back. But they wouldn't do that. Right. So I don't get it. I think they also probably, and maybe they would not, they don't know who Chrissy Teigen is. Right. And if they were to argue that, fine. But I that would not mean argue... That she's not famous. Tommy Two-Punch, who's MMA star. <laughs> I wouldn't know who he is. Mr. Tommy Two-Punch. But he's a great fighter. And, and he, he's famous and in his own right. And he's famous for that. But I don't I know who he is. I but. wouldn't even say that Chrissy's famous in her own right. I would say that she's one of the biggest figures in pop culture at the moment. I agree. She's funny. She's beautiful. She's married to John Legend. And she has a fucking cookbook. And she's on a television she's show. She's on a television show. Anyway, so do you know why they call him Tommy Two Punch? (laughs) Only takes two punches. Oh, that's it. You're on the mat. That's it. That's it, Josh. (laughs) You can confirm later. Um, So Chrissy this week, she trolls Donald Trump usually, but this week she trolled her husband because she loves doing that too. Too. Somebody posted on one of our many social media platforms that John Legend low key looks like Arthur. Remember Arthur the. Oh, the aardvark? Yes. And if you see the pictures side by side, sure enough, <laughs> John Legend low-key looks like Arthur the aardvark. <laughs> Chrissy Teigen's response was, when John Legend hears, she tweeted, when John Legend hears that he looks like Arthur the aardvark, and it's that like meme that of Arthur's fist. That's amazing. The perfect response <laughs> to the funniest fucking thing. Like sh- The thing is, like Chrissy Teigen... Even if she were to get offended, she knows exactly how to counteract it in the funniest way possible. Yeah. That's why she's the best Donald Trump troll. She's the best John Legend troll. She's the troll that America needs. The, oh, my God. I like that. Yeah. The troll America needs right now. Yeah. So, Chrissy, you keep being that troll. Chrissy Teigen would be amazing to interview someday. Oh, I would I would die. I'd be, I would love that so I much. I would shrivel into a raisin person and vomit everywhere, and then I would be really happy. If anyone's listening that knows Chrissy Teigen or knows someone who knows Chrissy Teigen, let just... Tell her to listen to this episode. We love you. Who doesn't love you? We'd love to just talk and drink wine and laugh with you. Wouldn't you it's like that, that simple. too? Wouldn't you like that too? It's, and she can wear a wig. <gasps> and she would, would love like to that? wear a wig. <laughs> we'll grab two bottles with you, Chrissy, if you oh, want to come Oh, for on. sure. Um, I would like to talk about the Oscars this weekend because it's the Oscars. Oh, yeah. And even though I don't care about the Oscars anymore, it's still the Oscars. Sure. Um, so... Um, the thing that I want to talk about with the Oscars is I do want to make my, my picks real quick just because I like to have them on record Mm -hmm. and I'll just buzz through them real quick. La la la. What if I was like sound effects editing? I Uh, would (laughs) get up and walk out right now. Picture. No, I'll start with supporting actress, Viola Davis, supporting actor. I'm going to mispronounce. I've mispronounced everything this episode. So I apologize. I think it's Mahershala Ali. 
from Moonlight. Moonlight. Actress Emma Roberts, actor. I'm going to go with Denzel over Casey. I touch what about girls. Ryan. No, not Ryan. I don't think so. You don't. I I say Ryan. I don't think so. Denzel. I don't think Casey Affleck will get it, but it, I would love Denzel to get it. But I think it's gonna be Ryan. Okay. Picture La La Land. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of boring, kind of basic, but there are the picks. The funner thing about the Oscars that I want to thumb my wig about is the Oscars gift bag, which details came out about this week. Um, I didn't an, know they. they it's gave an unofficial it. Oscars okay. gift bag, and it's hilariously called "Everyone Wins," but it only goes to the twenty-five people nominated for acting and directing. Clearly, the ones who need it the most. Oh, definitely. And in this gift bag, some of the highlights are a five-night stay in Kauai. A full women's wardrobe r- wardrobe from Beldini, as though I don't... I mean, do you know what Beldini is? No idea. So it's probably some terrible boutique in Beverly Hills. A Casper mattress for the winner and their dog. What? A three-night stay in Italy overlooking the Gulf of Naples. Why do they get all this free stuff? They're rich. A 10-year supply of moisturizer and foundation from Oxygenetics. 10 years? That's a lot of moisturizer. We don't even know if we're going to be on this planet in 10 years. Highly doubtful. Um... But now this is when you know this shit is probably timeshare quality. Mm-hmm. They give a vaporizer, a CPR training kit, and a cellulite massage mat from a company called Sweet Cheeks. I mean, I would take Everyone that. wins. Not nice. Not nice. Um, and I'll throw one other quick one in there because I have more than you. Um, I am very excited that uh, Get Out, Yes. written and directed by Jordan Peele, horror, but it's like, Sociopolitical too is at a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. When does that happen? We're okay. So just to tease a little bit, we're gonna see it this weekend. Yes, we are, and we can't spoil it next week. So you have a week and a half to watch it. So go see that shit because <laughs> we're probably gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. Um, but super excited about that. Your turn. My turn. Um, <clears throat> so for those of you who don't know this, I love Harry Potter. I think it's the best. I have a wand and a hat that I brandish about my house on a regular basis. Um, so when J.K. Rowling had this Twitter feud going on with, what's his butt? Piers Morgan. Ugh. Ugh. He looks like the personification of a fart. He Oh, that's a good call. Like he's just... Like a slow, hot, burning yes, fart. Like a fart that fills up a car and nobody wants to cop to it. That's who Piers Morgan is. I like that. And I won't go into, like, really, um, I, I won't go through all the tweets, but they got into a Twitter battle for that spanned over a couple weeks um, he, because he's a twat and she's amazing. Unfortunately for peers, it appears, you see what I did? Thank you. That his son agrees with J.K. Rowling. Oh, peers. Because he tweeted a photo of his Deathly Hallows tattoo and said, well, this is awkward. That's awesome. And then continued throughout the week to post Harry Potter-centric photos. Um, so basically, even Piers Morgan's own son knows that his dad is a piece of shit and that J.K. Rowling's is queen. But I just wanted to make sure all of you know that even Piers Morgan's own son, who came from half of his body... Well, you know, like half his body came from his dad or whatever, thinks that J.K. Rowling's is better than him. What did Piers Morgan do to get famous? I don't know. Is he just British and has money and won The Apprentice? Did he win The Apprentice? He did. 
The Celebrity Apprentice. Sorry. Well, then he must have already been, been a celebrity. I but, guess. I mean, loose celebrity. Hashtag Brexit. Um, we talked about Big Little Lies. I thought it was great. I loved it. I thought the third act meandered a little bit with like just kind because I did realize yeah. in that moment where I was like, ooh, this is going to be six episodes and it's such a um, tight little book. Mm-hmm. Um, have you read the book? I have. Okay. And um, I was hoping like watching it, I knew certain things in my head. I'm, don't, I'm not spoiling anything. I'm putting that out there. But I was hoping rewatching it, I'd be like, I'd forget stuff. And the minute it started, I was like, oh, I just remembered everything about this, mm-hmm. which is only the slight bummer about it. It's right. like, if, like if it was a movie... You got two hours and you're done. But like I, the, the thing that, that's so great about if you haven't read the book is six parts. Like it's a suspenseful book mm-hmm. with a lot of twists and turns. And it just like hit me. I was like, I'm going to know everything that's happening in this. But beyond that, not my, not their fault. No. no. I mean, the reason that they did something based on a book was because the book was so good. And the performances are great. Reese is great. I'm, I'm excited to see Reese again. I know. I feel like it's been a while and, and she's perfect in it. She's perfect. Like One thing that... Uh, we already mentioned Donnie, but I'm going to bring Donnie back up. That he did say was, um, Hi, Donnie. Hi, Donnie. Uh, I'm a little curious about how far off that character is from Reese's real personality. There might be some truth to that. You know? But I don't hate her for it. There are type A personalities out there, and I could and see I think she would. I think she would admit to being type A, yeah. knowing absolutely nothing about this person. I think that she... I think she would admit to that. And, I mean, well, we did see... When she got pululled over that night with her husband, and that's he was like, "Do right. you know who I am? That's you right. will on Monday like that's that's a type A, yeah, that's all we're saying, yeah, her um vogue, she did a vogue. Have you seen those vogue seventy two question videos? Yes, I haven't seen her. Hers is great. You should watch that one, okay. um I just watched Emma Stones, and it was not great. I didn't mind it. Mm. I, you know what, I'm not... It's hard to pull those off and make them sound as natural as I think Sarah Jessica Parker's did. Sarah Jessica Parker was so good. It's the best one. It was so good. I've watched it like 15 times. We'll she's, put it on the website if you guys haven't seen it. It is just pure... If you like a Nancy Myers movie, you're going to love this. Yes. And it's like just seven minutes of adorableness. Um, and then I'll throw out also TV-wise that the... It came out today that the Fargo premiere date has been set for April 19th. Ooh, that's going to be soon. That's going to be some Drag Race and Fargo at the same oh time, which God. means we're going to have to do maybe two on the same night and just... We're just going to have to go for it. We're going to have to... Maybe we skip some 60 seconds some nights. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. That's okay. We can... Talk. The world will keep burning. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> if anything big comes up, then we'll talk about it. Um, You should talk about that thing you were going to talk about. Legion? Yeah. So uh watched the first two episodes of Legion last night. And um, you watch both in the same night. Mm-hmm. It really it's so funny because I've had a really sh- strenuous work schedule recently. But for some reason this week, I'm just like, no, let's stay up and watch things. And I did. I kind of dozed off a little bit at the end of the second one. But the first the first episode I loved. I thought it was really well done. Um, the peeling of the onion was really great. Uh, seeing the take on the kind of mutant X-Men world was really interesting where it's, this is not a spoiler. It's, you know, basically people that are mutants are put in into uh, mental hospitals because they're being taught that they're crazy. Their gifts are made, are not gifts, but they're actually mental illness, which is a really interesting take. When I got to the second episode, I had a big question mark because <laughs> There is a scene where the characters take two 
two like metal rods into their hands, which is very similar to what they do in Scientology. I thought that too. And then I was like, oh, and this is all about how psychiatry is kind of bad because they talk about how the psychiatrists are basically brainwashing you into thinking that you are mentally ill. So I was like, is this Scientology propaganda? Is no. Noah Hawley a Scientologist and he's like brainwashing Stop. us right now? No. So I Googled it. Oh, Jesus. And a Reddit thread came up. And this is not a spoiler if you want to know nothing about the rest of... By the way, of, you saying not a spoiler means nothing. Because it's not a spoiler. <laughs> Basically, the person said they also had the same reaction and that no, from what they can tell, Noah Hawley is not a Scientology, nor is he trying to... A Scientologist. Propag- yeah, that's what I mean. Um, and maybe this plays into a storyline further down the road. So if you had any like alarm bells go off about their take on these things, potentially fear not, or it's a brilliant ploy, which I don't think Scientologists are really capable FX of. FX wouldn't let that get through. Yeah, you're probably right. Although I will say, if it was going to, Noah Hawley would be the perfect person to do it I because he's very smart and i think he has complete control over that network now because he's obviously delivered Fargo them yeah. and legion yeah um well, we'll keep our eyes peeled for that because yeah. i mean i thought it but i didn't think it as quite as conspiratorial. Well, i think as it's you because did. i've been so into the like the Leah remini stuff and everything and it just kind of sent off alarm bells i'm like this is so eerily close and because they're so against like the practice of psychiatry and everything. I'm like, mm, this is kind of weird. I wouldn't have thought anything of it if they hadn't had, I can't remember what the metal rods are called, but they hadn't had them grabbing onto them. And I was like, immediately I was like, this is Scientology. And it's like, you've been a Scientologist at this kind point. Of, but it's also like they, they, the whole message of the show is they're telling you you're mentally ill, but you're not, you're special. And I feel like so much of the Scientologist okay, stuff I hear you. is... And by looking back at his psycho- psychologist and psychiatrist sessions, they're like analyzing them and being right. like, what were you saying? So, right. okay, all right. Well, we'll keep it in mind as we'll we move forward. keep it in mind. I'm going to continue to watch it. I'm more it. worried about the fat clown man. Yeah. That every time he pops up, I the like devil with yellow poop eyes. my pants. Is that who that is? Wait, who is that? They mention it in his previous sessions when he's the in the... The devil with the yellow eyes. Devil with the yellow eyes. I'm not a fan of him. He's no, not, he's super creepy. He's very creepy. He looks like a bowling pin a little bit. I only have two more, and they're great. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put them all on the website, um, and you should sit and just have yourself a glass of Weiss and look at all of our stuff from this week, because we don't put anything on the website that isn't like... Maybe we'll start with like the maybe if there's anything that's like kind of controversial or troublesome, we'll put that up front. But then the rest of it will just be like sit back and enjoy yourself. Right. Turn the lights down a little bit. Yeah. Listen to some Kenny G. Drop in some ice and just enjoy yourself. Kate Blanchett, you guys. Queen. Enough. She performed at Stonewall. Oh, that's right. Did you see those? No, I, I a coworker of mine was talking about it today. She all that's available on YouTube, I believe, so far is her performance of "You Don't Own Me." Oh my god! Um, and she's lip syncing and she's vamping. And there and the the popo. This never happens. <laughs> Legitimately, they're pulling up front. Is my car on fire? Guys, we're on fire. Literally and figuratively. This car is on fire. I think we're good. Um, you don't own me. Lip synced it. 
killed it. Hair, makeup, everything. She just... She's the best. And there's nothing spectacular about it. I'm not, I'm not going to like say like you're going to watch it and be like, holy shit, eat your heart out, RuPaul. But it's just elegant and it's Cape Blanchett, so it's kind of fun. And you think, wow, she must be, there must be a modicum of coolness in her beyond just like the... Oh, I, there's no doubt in my mind that she's a cool... Well, this is evidence to hopefully yeah. push that forward. So Absolutely. check that out. Oh, I have one more flipped wig. Yes, tell me. Um, Lauren Groth on our Instagram I love Lauren. Lauren's one of my best friends from oh, World of Wonder. I don't know Lauren, She's but a, thank you for for asking for a tip from us. You actually did meet Lauren now that I, I think of it at oh, the Dixie shit. Chicks. <gasps> oh, no, I This was Christina, Jake, and Lauren. Yes, they but were all We all like barely uh, like kind of saw each other drunkenly an hour before the Dixie Chicks. Yeah, but, but I had the most fun with all of them. Yeah. They were so great. So, hi again, Lauren. I'm sorry. I'm terrible with names, especially if your face is not attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lauren asked what she should do with her mom when she comes to visit from Chicago. Yes. And I have I have a suggestion. Not a specific restaurant because I've been to so many delicious ones. Oh, it's, my phone is telling me it's time for bed. <laughs> Thank you, phone. Um, but little known fact, uh, Los Angeles has the biggest Korean population outside of Korea in the world. And because of that, we have many delicious Korean restaurants in Koreatown. Mm. I took my parents the last time they were in town. I lived here for 10 years. They visited many times. And it was the first time taking them to Koreatown. They loved the experience. They loved the food. And if you guys can venture that way, I think it's a really cool thing to do. With I've never done that. Town. It's so great. Thanks for giving me that advice. Absolutely. In the fucking five years that we've known each other. <sighs> Fuck off. Fuck you. Fuck you. Um, also, Lauren, I would like to throw out something to you that I have not done yet, but it popped up in my uh, Time Out Los Angeles, which is a great little email thing. If you don't get it, you should subscribe. There are plenty of emails I wish I didn't get, but this one I actually do read. That Los, the Los Angeles Zoo is now offering a... Um, you can go and from between the hours of 12 p.m. and 2.30... For an additional five dollars, and the, the zoo itself, by the way, is fantastic. The Los I've Angeles never Zoo. Been. Oh, see, there we go. We're going to Koreatown in the zoo. Yes. Oh, it's actually not. It'd that, be a great it's day. Convenient. Yeah. yeah. But um, the zoo's fantastic. But between the hours of twelve p.m. and two thirty, you can feed giraffes. <sighs> I don't I know. Go so bad. I don't know what else you need in life. No, you don't need anything else. You literally do not need anything. They else. will give you the leaves. And you tell them up and you say, here, giraffe, you eat this. And that giraffe comes down and eats that shit out of your hand. And that is all you need. And then you wrap your arms around their neck and, you and they hug lift them. you up yes. into the air and you fly. Because as I've learned, there's nothing an animal wants more than to just be hugged. It's true. And a giraffe is no exception. Exactly. You so, hug that animal with both your arms and legs when they lift you into the sky. And there is, I feel like... There's something else in that. Well, Griffith Park is another great thing to do with your mom yeah. while she's here. You could do Griffith Park, do a little hike, get some exercise, go head feed over a the giraffe. zoo, go feed a giraffe. Go get a happy hour in Los Feliz because you'll be right there. Ooh, but where? You, you'll figure it out. And then <laughs> go to Koreatown for dinner. <laughs> you'll figure it out. We really, you guys, this is we just proof positive it. to ask us questions yeah. because we clearly we know solve what it. we're we talking know what's about. Up. So when you get to Los Feliz to get yourself a happy hour, you'll figure it out. You'll figure. You'll figure. Oh, it the Bigfoot out. Lodge. That's where you go. Yeah, you figure. See, you figured it out. Good job, Lord. Bigfoot Lodge. Cool as hell. Mom friendly too. For sure. Because it's like kind of rustic fun on the inside. It feels Little. like a grown up Chuck E. Cheese sort mm -hmm. of thing. A little loungy. Yeah. 
enjoy yourself. Thank you for writing, Lauren. If any of you guys want us to answer anything, hit us up. We're here. Yeah, always. Not that you would know this, but one of my flipped wigs, I believe, of I think this was on the last episode. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I was very excited about Shania Twain's new music, Michelle Branch's new music, and Nelly Furtado's new music. I don't think that was last episode, but yes. No, not last episode. I think it was the lost episode. Oh, the lost episode. I think you're right. Yeah. Yes. So I did prolifically announce in the last episode, unless it was one on, but whatever. It may have been the last episode. I was episode. very excited. I was like, the early 2000s are back, you guys. Shania Twain, Michelle, Michelle Branch, and Nelly Furtado are going to have new music out. Well, Michelle Branch and Nelly Furtado have their songs out. We're still waiting on Shania's, and they are both jams. Are they? Yes. Okay. And totally not what you'd expect from either of them. I can't even remember what their music is, so. Well, that's, I mean, and what would be fun is to, like, reacquaint yourself with some... Did you like Nelly Furtado? No, you didn't like her I voice. Didn't. Okay. So, but also I think you'll like the new song. Okay, so you're going to have a whole new... <laughs> the Nelly Furtado one is, like, a little bit more... Like a throwaway, but it's mm-hmm. still fun. But the Michelle Branch one is like sexy. Okay. For Michelle Branch, I was like, okay, she's getting sexy. You know what? I saw the teaser for her new song, but I haven't heard the new song. She's she put out like a small like video clip. It's really good. Okay. I'll put it on the website. Um and I'll also take this opportunity to say I'm all in for the new Katy Perry. I'm enjoying it. The video's fucking I need crazy. to watch the video. I meant to watch it. It's a little before. it's this is my last thing. And we really should go. But I want to just grab Katy Perry sometimes and be like, you have so many ideas. You have so many wonderful, exciting ideas, Katy. Let's dial it down to three a video. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like every video seems to have Candyland, exploding boobs, hair that's blue, Snoop Dogg, lollipops, little people. Like, uh, this would have been so much better if it was just Snoop Dogg and the exploding boobs. Right. Like, I don't need, and this video is like flying roller coasters, pink hair, space times, black mirror, making a statement. And like, uh, it's just one too many, I yeah. think. But we'll the song's still a jam. Um, I'm all in for her I... renaissance. Not even a renaissance, it's her comeback. I'm excited for her new music. And her wokeness. Yeah, it's good. I don't think anyone cares about what Katy Perry says, but... Ooh, she's long, our episode. Well, good. You guys, hopefully... This will just carry you through two weeks. And when we're back, you're going to have missed us. (laughs) He has nothing else to say. All right, well, I don't know what... What this number necessarily means because it doesn't tell me how many how many minutes it is, but um, we're not even gonna, I'm not going to say it this week. You know what I was going to say, and I'm not going to say it. Yeah, all that. We shit. appreciate. We appreciate you because one person last week did what we asked you guys to do, and so that one person is off the hook. So it's up to you, bitches. <laughs> we're getting very <laughs> aggressive this week. They they deserve it. Um, anyway, we love you. We cherish so you. much. And if you don't like it, get the fuck out. Okay, all right. Well, time to go. Time to go. This is me pulling <laughs> Lindsay out of the bar by her arm. Bye, Wigs. Bye, Wigs.